Sin acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which the House of Sin and Studio stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our broadcast reaches and that sovereignty of this land was never ceded. I am your host, Lisa, and I have some very, very special guests for you all today. Uh, high school sweethearts that I've known since I was a single high school sweetheart. Um, Nikki and E, hello. Welcome. Hello. Introduce yourselves. Hello. I am E. Oh, Eleftherios, but some people can't. It's E. It's just easier with E. e. Um, yeah, known as he or him. And I'm Nikki, and I'm she, her. Ripper. Um, so tell me how... How long have you been together? How old are you? How, how long have you been together? And how did you get together? Give me the 411. I want the goss. So <laughs> we are both 25. Mm. Um, we started dating when we were in year 10. Yeah, year 10. So, so we were both 15. Yeah, so we're approaching that. We've been together for more than half of the time that we've actually existed on this planet. <gasps> we're like yeah, a few years away from that. Weird. <laughs> oh my God. So you're basically like one person. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at this point, it kind of feels like it. That's so cute. And so, how did how did it happen? Like, <laughs> how did we first meet, or how did we first how start dating? How did you meet, and how did you start dating? Like, how did it all like come together? Don't give me that look. <laughs> so meeting, exactly how it happened. <laughs> the meeting one was on a horse riding. It was on like a camp we went in year seven. Yeah, it was orientation camp. Um, yeah, year seven's version of Tinder, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we were horse riding and I think you were behind me. Yeah, I was either behind or in front. And the first thing he actually said to me was, my dick hurts. Yeah, because the horse was hurting everything. And I don't know, I was a dumb 13-year-old and I was like, I met Troy, who's like my best friend. I met him, so we were like laughing, like, oh, my balls hurt, my dick hurts, oh, the horse hurts. And that was also an introduction to Cass and Nikki on the horses. Just, yeah, just Troy and I being goofy. And And then two years later... I thought she was cool. <laughs> she thought I was cool. Are you, Ni- then, are you sure you thought he was cool, Nikki? <laughs> I wasn't sure at the time. I think the conversation was like, hey, do you want to start going out? And I said, yeah, why not? That's actually, and then that's how it all started. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it went down. in year 10. Yeah. Wait, you said it. No, no I was, like, was going to say femaleempowerment.com. Like already at such a young age. <laughs> I love it. I wish. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. And then that was it. Then we started dating. <laughs> well, there was kind of... And in between. So we sort of were together and then we broke up and then we got back together and we did that a few more times <laughs> before settling yeah. down like four years ago. Yeah. So four years ago, I guess, is... Yeah. So it. I always tell people it's been four years because that's when it kind of started without it breaking. <laughs> <laughs> like officially. Yeah. I don't know. I guess all those learning experiences helped us get to this point. Yeah. I suppose. That's kind of poetic. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what did you guys like when you're in high school and stuff? Cause I know when I was in high school, I wasn't interested in this guy. Um, he was a bit hectic for me, but, um, I was very taken aback when he, um, surprised me on Valentine's day with a, a bracelet from, um, what's that? Um, the shop, the one that like you used to get your mum presents from. 
Tiff. The jeweler. Diva. Diva. No, the jeweler. Like oh. Michelle's Michael Proud's. Oh, Proud's, Proud's jeweler. jeweler. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it was in like a Proud's jeweler box, and it was like a bracelet with like a heart on it. And he just came up and gave it to me, and then walked away. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> what? Funny. Like, what? This is. This is really nice. But like, that what is, is nice. happening? <laughs> um, did any? Did you guys ever do that? Well, like, stuff? I remember one time for a birthday, um, I did get her some jewelry. But I gave it to her in like a large box from KFC. But it was like it wasn't greasy. It was like a fresh box. Yeah. Because we had I don't know. We had some sort of inside running. joke about KFC, and he showed up at my doorstep with a KFC box, and it had jewelry inside, and was like, "Here you go, happy birthday." That's yeah. so <laughs> That's cute. Little, yeah. And then he's Since then it's been dropped all him di- off, and yeah. was like, "Okay, bye, mum." <laughs> That's so cute. Um, and you went to the effort of like getting a clean one. Like you didn't even. No, no, you no. weren't just like. You I mean, know if what? I was going to do it with this zinger box now. <laughs> You can have the remains. You were like, you know what? You're special enough, babe. I'm gonna get two boxes. Yeah. One clean one. I mean, you gotta do it right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna package something in a KFC box, you gotta, you gotta go all out with it. You can't just get any old KFC box. Classic Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you guys have travelled. Yes. Together. Mm. When did that happen, and where did you go? Um, we went to New Zealand last year mm. for a week. Um, it didn't start off very well because <laughs> our flight was delayed, so we kind of lost a day of travelling. But um, Delayed is one way to put it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's story. What do you mean? She, yeah, Nikki had a lighter in her bag, and she was full freaking out about the lighter. And I was like, I'm sure it'll be okay. Uh, Nikki, you don't even smoke. No, but she had a lighter. <laughs> it was like a lighter that she got from Japan, so it was like oh, okay. it was like a Lucky Charm type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm there because I have a f- mad fear of heights, and yep. it was terrifying for me the thought of catching. Like I used to get nervous going downstairs. Yeah. Um. So I'm already stressing about the fact that I'm about to get on a plane, and then Nikki drops the bombshell of Eric. We actually can't get on the plane because I've just let a lighter onto the plane, and they're not going to let us go through TSA <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And I was like hyperventilating. She was hyperventilating. <sighs> but then eventually we got to New Zealand the next day, yeah. and the flight was the um, next day. Yeah, because we, we didn't get we it didn't get on the, the plane. It was the next morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but luckily they rescheduled it for free, and we didn't have to pay anything. That's that lucky. was nice of them. Mm. Yeah, they were, they helped us um, out with that. But yeah, Eric actually has a fear of heights, so <laughs> so you had to like obviously. It was well, the whole flight I was basically paralyzed, was just squeezing <laughs> onto a hand. I couldn't move. I couldn't go to the bathroom. Um, but it was only four hours, so that was okay. But yeah, we had that laptop on the whole time, and we were just watching Seinfeld. Seinfeld. And to calm him down. We were going to watch Lord of the Rings, but he was too like, stressful. this is too stressful. <laughs> I don't want this. It was, it was like we started with Return of the King, I think. And like Return of the King like, opens with like the... Because I wanted to be like, look, this is what you're going to be seeing. I'm going to see it's the Hobbit so soon, Nikki. I don't need them right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, no, this is too much. I had to live through Gandalf. Nah, couldn't do that on the plane. It's yeah. too sad. So we watched Seinfeld. Oh, that's four hours. That's mm. really that's really beautiful though that like you were able to be like okay I mean I guess I'll watch Seinfeld for the fiftieth time <laughs> and not move from this whole like this whole journey because like you're not you're not well. Yeah, well, like that was the whole thing too because the the one time before that I tried to catch a plane was just to Sydney, and before it took off I had a bad breakdown so yeah. they had to actually um take me off the plane. Oh my goodness! Because they didn't think I'd they didn't think I'd be fit enough to actually travel. Um, so Nick obviously guided me to New Zealand. That was like a very big trust thing. Yeah. Um, which is pretty much the reason why I actually managed to go to New Zealand. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's so nice. That's so cute. Oh my and God, And New Zealand is that. amazing. New Zealand yeah. is amazing. We're going again in like, in like a month. <laughs> Are and you like, really? And I'm yeah. actually excited to catch a plane now. 
Yeah. Like, I'm actually looking forward to it because I just, yeah. Do you think that you'll be able to conquer, like, bigger... This is a bit off topic, but do you think... I'm intrigued <laughs> in this now. Do you think that you'll be able to, like, conquer, like, bigger trips, like, in the future? Like, practice makes perfect kind of thing? I think so. I think, we're, like, gradually. I think, you know, we're, we're hoping to go to, like, Japan next year. I think that's, like, the next step. Or, like, the Philippines and then to Japan because, obviously, you want to see uh, Nikki's family. Um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so, like, step by step. It was, like, Tasmania. went to Tasmania this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, yeah, New Zealand again, Philippines next year. Yeah. And then Japan. So to Asia, it's about a 10-hour flight. So it's like kind of double the time that it's on the plane for New Zealand. Well, I mean, what I always do is just take two Avermines and two glasses of red wine, and I literally can't open my eyes. <laughs> I might have to do that then. <laughs> Maybe that's the shout. <laughs> well, on that note... Um, Eleftherios over Yo, here. nailed it. That was flawless. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I have Greek blood, but... Uh, <laughs> um, he is a fantastic producer, um slash music maker slash I don't really know what to call you musical genius kind no, of thing dude, that's, okay yeah <laughs> and um, makes incredible music and I'm very proud of what has been produced and what was released eight days ago hmm. um, this is Cactus Farm by PRPL Eleftherios Unfortunately, Sin doesn't have the rights to podcast the music it plays on Sin Nation. I guess that just means you'll need to listen live for all the wonderful tracks. Tune in on your digital radio or stream it online at sin.org.au. Welcome back to The Dating Pool here on Sin Nation. Um, you're here with Lisa and you just heard, my God, was that a treat, um, from our local celebrity producer um, sitting here in the studio, E. Uh, that was Woke Up in Japan uh, by Ogung Mango. And before that, you heard Cactus Farm from PRPL Eleftherios himself. Yeah. Shout out to Rastafari Pioneer and Mammoth. Yeah. The performances are out of this world. Yeah, they were the people that did the vocals on the songs. Right? Yeah, maybe we should have clarified that. Just shout out to those people. <laughs> They're great. I want to thank my mom. <laughs> um, yeah, so amazing, amazing stuff. Um, and they're here to, you know, talk to me about what it's like, you know, to be in a beautiful long-term relationship. Because, you know, I, I for one can't relate. I'm sure a lot of listeners out there can't relate. Just get a bit of an insight into, you know, because, you know, all, all I'm exposed to in the relationship world really is the Kardashians getting married and then divorcing. And, you know, you, there's not very many happy stories left in the, these days, guys. Like, you know, divorce rates are skyrocketing. Yeah, it's like more than 50% or something like that. It's crazy. It's and pretty I'm, spooky. I mean, you guys aren't married, but I'm glad you're not divorced, you know? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a plus. That's a plus. Um, have either of you ever, have either of you ever um, delved into the apps? I mean, a little bit when it first came out, I guess, when we were both single. Yeah. And how how did that compare or not compare to, like, being like, fuck, I miss, I miss my girl? Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't meet anyone off it. And I only used it for, like, a month or two. I don't know. It's just, we just went out a lot. So, never really, nah, didn't really use it, hey. Oh, so know. you're, like, old school, like, pick up in real life kind of thing. Yeah. That <laughs> I, kind of vibe, I respect I guess. that. I'm the same. I mean, that's how I met Nick, so yeah. it works <laughs> once. Yeah. That's, yeah, tried and true. I'm a big believer <laughs> that it, like, works. I, I think it works a lot better than, like, the apps do anyway. Apps are dreadful, dreadful things. Um, can you please, because I am, you know, desperately single and kind of, like, waiting around here, like, I do, you know... Like you said, go out and meet people in the real world. Um, that's a point that I could use. But, like, I need help. What can I... <laughs> what can I... What am I not doing right or where can I, like... Whoa. <laughs> Stop putting you, you on blast. What? <laughs> where, where, where... <laughs> 
where can you guys help me is my question in love and life um do you want to take do you want to do take that one or do you want to take that one all right um uh i think we've learned over the years especially since we've because we've known each other since we were i guess we've known each other since we were 13 yeah and we've been dating on and off but four years but started dating with 15 on and off so i guess through that whole process um because we've become so familiar with each other um you sort of learn the habit of like patience or just like understanding or more sort of you can you when you spend that much time with someone you really get to learn how they perceive things yeah um so just knowing and understanding nikki on just on, a, on just how she operates i guess because like i said we've been dating for on and off 10 years now at this point no just like 13 that's nearly half of my existence on this planet you sort of get familiar with like someone's habits when you've known someone for that long you sort of get used to like um yeah so i think the biggest thing is patience probably for me at least and like listening i guess yeah it all all kind of falls understanding and stuff oh yeah that's actually a good segue so like fuck me honestly don't worry about like helping me but like (laughs) What is that? Is that what you think is like the secret to success? Like, do you oh, do you guys um think that that you still have like the spark that you first had? Yeah, it's still there. I think it's a little bit, but oh, I don't know if it's better. That's the right word, but it's definitely different to how we viewed everything when you're 15. You kind of just yeah don't consider other things. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm <laughs> explaining this right. Yeah, I guess it's more conscious of um. Now, as you get older, you become more conscious of the idea of your life and where you end up when you're older. Yeah. And so when you can find someone that you sort of connect with on that level of like understanding, just make things, re- it just makes things so easy because you're already awesome. like, you're already interconnected in a way that's super comfortable. Yeah. So I don't need to like, all like our, yeah, our relationship is just like being with my best friend. So it doesn't feel like, you know, just like hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Probably where the patience comes in because when we have an argument over something, like, it's frustrating at the time, obviously, but, like, we always know we can work through it. Just because we've been together for so long, it kind of feels like any argument we have is super minuscule yeah. compared to the yeah. bigger scheme of And things. I think also just you kind of know how the other person, you know, reacts to things and how they operate. So you kind of just, like, become a little bit more considerate of that, too. Like, it's not all about yourself. You just have to think of the other person, too. Yeah. That's really nice. <laughs> so how do you keep so how do you keep everything like alive and like how do you keep you know the excitement cuz like like you said like your best your best friends, you know, and you hang out all the time and stuff like that. Mm. But what do you do to maintain like an air of excitement or you know um maybe it's like flying to New Zealand and Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like con- yeah, I've definitely like helping each other conquer like our fears. That's obviously one. But also um so Nikki's obviously like a huge idol for me in, in terms of everything, everything that she does in terms of media and journalism. Yeah. You know, um, like Fashion Journal and now recently her new career that she's just started up, Bella Box. Like, um, so seeing her make those moves motivates and inspires me. So it's, uh, yeah, you, like when you look up to them too, it's also that. That's kind of what the spark is as well. There's like a, there's like an air of like, holy shit. <laughs> like that, like you're like, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't really ever go away. Um, I don't think. I guess that's the spark now. Yeah. Just like holy shit. So that's probably what. That's probably how I'd put it. I uh, think yeah. If obviously so you're dating someone as goal oriented as E, it's just kind of like oh my god, he's like just amazing, and you just want to support them through everything. And then like 
everything just becomes exciting because it's he's so excited about what he's doing. So I guess part of that is like having goals as well for yourself, not yeah. necessarily for the relationship, but if you just have personal goals and then you help each other achieve those goals and that's really exciting and yeah, probably it just independence. never gets boring. Yeah, like independence is probably the, the biggest thing. Like recognising that like we don't actually, obviously like we need each other in terms of love and all that kind of stuff, yeah. but we don't, um, we don't rely on each other. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, there's definitely occasions where, like, we need to help each other overcome something. I, mean, I don't mean rely on each other in terms of, like, we're not there for each other. It's more just, like, we have our own independent lives, yeah. but we're coexisting, and that's that's how we operate. Sounds like super healthy, UTBH. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. It sounds like, obviously, these are, like, little secrets to, to success, and I'm really happy that you're here sharing it with me and everyone else. Um Nick, I've got you to choose a couple songs today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can you tell me why you chose Tyrant by the beautiful Carly Uchis and Georgia Smith? I just really like this song. I just think it's really fun and it's dancey and it features like both amazing women who are both amazing singers. So, yeah, I thought I would pop it in today. So. Oh, and it's such a cracker of a choice as well. This is um, Tyrant, Carly Uchis featuring Georgia Smith. Welcome back to The Dating Pool here on Sin Nation. You are with Lisa, E and Nikki. Um, we have been talking about their, you know, beautiful, stunning, gorgeous relationship that they've had for the last, like, decade, which is mind-blowing to me. Um, the fact that I'm old enough to know people who are my peers that um, have been in a relationship for a decade. Like, are we hitting a midlife crisis, a quarter-life crisis? <laughs> is that where we're at at the moment? I think so. Maybe. I must shave my, all my hair off. I'm going to get an inverted mohawk tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll cut um, it off in a decade. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that's a, sign, a good that's the signs of a healthy relationship because I was like, oh no, the divorce is coming. <laughs> Please don't do the inverted mohawk. <laughs> no, okay. Um, speaking of um, couples that uh, haven't lasted though, we had uh, some news last week about um, two of our faves. Well, one of my faves and yeah. then he sort of kind of became one of my faves just by association. By association. Um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are over and, you know, love is dead or it was dead until half an hour ago when I sat down to do this interview. Um, <laughs> Made it. Were you guys, what are your thoughts and feelings on that? Because I know you're both Ariana fans as much as I am. I love Ariana, so I will support whatever she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't really, like, have much of an opinion on Pete Davidson, I guess, until they started dating. I just was like, oh, yeah, it's the guy from SNL. I never yeah. liked him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going on the record? Um, no, he's right. It's I teasing. don't know. I think I didn't like him for reasons that was just I really loved Mac Miller. <laughs> yeah. So it was like whoever came after him, regardless of who it was, <laughs> it was just like, eh, yeah. you're not Mac. So. I feel that. That's understandable. Mm. I thought he was like, I don't know, I didn't have an opinion on him at the start. And then I was like, I kind of like this guy because, like, she just seemed very happy. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they just seemed like they had, like, a really silly relationship. And I Mm -hmm. think that sometimes those can be, like, the best things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think that it's, yeah, really sad everything that happened with Mac. And I I honestly, like, hate doing the stupid speculation stuff, but I really do think that that contributed a lot to the reason why they broke up the way that they did. Mm. Possibly, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, do you think about the emotional stress that she was gone through, especially over the past two years? Yeah, totally. I mean, any relationship would, would struggle through that. Um, maybe. So it might not even be something that happened between them personally. It might have just been that she might have 
I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I don't think that. It, yeah, I don't think that it's something that happened between like oh. I can't be with you. Like I hate you. It, mm. Like or anything like that. I think it's just like more of, um, way more of like a personal thing. And then the reason why like it kind of fueled my speculations was when she like started posting videos of Mac again after they, after yeah. they broke up. And I was like, oh, this is, this yeah. is sad. I mean, it's pretty confronting for all of us. So I can't really put into. I can't imagine how they like people close to him would feel, especially yeah. her. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just sad. <laughs> Yeah. So sad. I think it was definitely for pers. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I think you do need that personal time after a breakup. Like, you kind of just need some time on your own. Yeah. You, rather than yeah. Yeah, and she d- like she did j- jump quite quite quickly onto <laughs> <laughs> <know>. Pete. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I'm waiting with bated breath to see who the next man is going to be, TBH. Like, is that wrong of me that my first thought, honestly, when they broke up was like, I can't wait to see who comes next because there will be one. Yeah. Just depends, like, who it's going to Maybe she'll date the curly-headed guy from um, Victorious. I never watched Victorious. You never watched Victorious? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. We saw um, an episode of Victorious when we were in New Zealand, actually, in the hotel room. And then Eric was like, uh, he was like, oh, is that Ariana Grande with red hair? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was her come up. She was an actress before she sang. Yeah, no idea. We people, just had no idea. Yeah, people can't believe it. I was literally having a conversation with someone yesterday and we were watching the No Tears Left to Cry video and we were just like gagging over it. Yeah. And um, I was like, um, she and some, oh, the person I was with was like, oh, um, she's too, like, she's too hot to be funny. And I'm like, no, you, like, I wasn't joking when I said she's, like, a comedian, like, she's a comedic actress. Like, yeah. this face is not lying. Like, she started out on Nickelodeon yeah. as a comedy actress. And, like, jaw fell to the floor, like, couldn't believe <laughs> it. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, like, she's so silly. And apparently everyone that meets her is like, uh, she's, like, one of the funniest people I've ever met, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be your friend so bad. Yeah, I've seen a lot of her skits. Um, I don't know if it was on Fallon or something. I watched this video ages ago and it was just her, like, doing this sort of space kind of, like, 50s vibe yeah. skit. And it was just so funny. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like, people just don't realise that she was actually an actress and she's perfect for Broadway and that kind of style oh my god she is Um, i love that this show has just turned into like an ariana grande like standing (laughs) moment no i'm all about it i love it put Um, me and lisa in a room together it's just gonna be an ariana grande appreciation that's all what else do you need in life honestly um do you guys have okay so pete and ariana obviously kaput okay do you guys have like any fave celeb couples atm no, dude, the one that was Ariana and that Mac. Was, that was the one. That was the, the one because it was, was like favorite. my world was Mac and her world was Ariana. <laughs> so those worlds colliding was like, oh my god, it's a celebrity representation of like. Oh. Yeah. We were actually so shattered when we we found out because you tweeted about it, <laughs> and it, it was just like, wait, Ariana and Mac just broke up, and I was like, what? And then yeah, so that was really, that was a sad day. That for was prof- that's probably the one that the one and only. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who else I like together? Mine's Will and Jada. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's cool. Mine's always going to... It's always going to be Will and Jada, I think, because they're just, like, the pinnacle to me of, like, just healthy... Like, exactly what we were talking about before. Just, like, healthy understanding, like... Super supportive of the children, too. Yeah, we're both just sort of existing here on this world together until we leave this body and go into another body kind of thing. Like, because they're not not humans. They're actual, like, otherworldly beings. Yeah, I feel that. Um... Yeah, Will and Jada, I don't know. I saw a picture of uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I was going to say, yeah, they're pretty entertaining as well, although E hates Ryan Reynolds. I cannot stand Ryan Reynolds. Why? I never liked him. I don't know what it is. (laughs) 
I don't know why. I just... Something nah. just not sitting right? This so, is energy. It just has an energy that I just do not do not like. Well, you know what? I can I can understand that. Um, you got, <laughs> I got you to choose some songs as well. Yeah. Um, what are they? Hit it, hit, oh, actually, you know what? No, you don't hit me with it. Nikki. Oh. Why did Eric choose um, Saba's Smile? Um, <laughs> I think he chose Smile because he really likes Saba. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is one of his favourite albums of the year. You know what's actually so funny about that? That's actually, that's the reason. Is actually. That's it, I just really like Saba and that is my favourite album of the year. Well, second favourite album of the year. He's just played it non-stop, so that's what I can guess. What is what happened? Also, the message of the song is amazing. Mm. Will you pass the how well do you know each other test? Uh, this is Saba <laughs> with Smile. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the dating pool on Sin Nation. I'm Lisa and I'm here with Ian and Nick and um, they were just telling me a stunning story about... It all ties into what we just heard Ariana Grande, Borderline, which was a song that he chose yeah. to play. Best song of the year. One of top three, top top five, top five song of the year. It was so good. Missy Elliott on that dude. Come on. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't go Ariana Grande, Missy Elliott. Like what? Yeah. We don't deserve. You got like the. Oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> We're unworthy. And before that, we were talking about Mac Miller and Ariana Grande and their relationship and how it affected all of us, but like especially E and Nikki. Tell us how your EP name came to be. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Mac was a huge idol for me for many years definitely like his experimentation his evolution as an artist is something that I super super look up to um so when he passed um it was in the same it was in the same like few day block as my pupu um so my pupu is like early onset dementia and he's uh, Parkinson's as well so he's starting to forget um so he forgot who I was when I went to go visit him so that was about as confronting as anything can be. Mm-hmm. It was surreal because he was talking to me, but he was talking to me about me. Yeah. And then he connected dots that he was telling me about me. He's like, you know, I have my grandson, you know, Eleftherios, who does whatever. And I was like, trying to tell him it was me. Yeah, yeah. So obviously that was, yeah. Um, and then my great auntie passed away and we had the, the funeral that week. Um, and then Mac passed, <laughs> all like yeah. within the same, like a few days. Um, so to cope with that, I uh, just sort of shut off from, everyone started making a lot of music um, at, Foot, at Footscray. And um, then Nikki sort of came with the idea of like, let's just go away for a day um, and just sort of switch off from everything, which is what the Cactus Farm was. We just went from like a three hour drive and yeah, just listened to Mac and Ariana too and just <laughs> cried a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we just sort of switched off from everything and just walked around this really beautiful farm. It was like being on another planet because cactuses are really weird. Yeah. So it literally felt like we were just on another planet. Um, so that's like what the music came from and what the whole cactus farm, it just sort of represents coping and just trying to deal with really, really, really confronting shit um, just through the process of expressing your thoughts and expressing yourself and, yeah, a lot of crying. That's um, so beautiful. So that's like what Nikki represents to me. Like she represents that rock. Like what I said before about like not relying on each other and about being independent, it's more just the idea of like I can exist in my own world and she can exist in her own world, but like there needs to be gravity, otherwise you just kind of float. So yeah. that's like what Nick represents. She's like the gravity Aww. that kind of keeps you stable. And that's I feel like, you know, we do that for each other. Yeah. Um, so that's what that trip was. That's what like the trip to the cactus farm was. That's what that represented. That's so bloody beautiful. And on that note, um, we're going to close off. Do you have anything you want to plug? I'm sure you do. 
Oh, shout out to Nick. I want to plug this guy right here. <laughs> um, he makes amazing music, which you can find on PRPL. Oh my god. <laughs> Right. Also, Instagram. plug <laughs> plug yeah, Nikki here like for South. She writes. She works for an awesome magazine called South, and also Fashion Journal formerly. Um, and now, yeah, Bella Box. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too much. Oh my god, I need to loosen this up with this baddest bitch ever, Rihanna. <laughs> Um, this is Rihanna with Consideration. We'll see you same time um, next week. You are listening to the Dating Pool on Sin Nation. You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast, previously heard live on Sin Nation.